0: Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, an inspirational podcast to put the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Here's your host, Shane Lakita. Hey, welcome back, everybody. I hope you're doing well. I hope that your June has kicked off on the right foot. I'm hoping that May closed out strong for you. And if it didn't, that's okay. New fresh start, fresh slate, fresh everything. And here we are in the month of June of 2023, (laughs) which alone in and of itself is pretty incredibly nerve-wracking, yet also amazing at the same time. I mean, time flies as we're going throughout this whole entire journey together. We're all in it together. We're all in the mix. We're doing things, trying to make things happen, trying to achieve goals, trying to be good parents, trying to be good grandparents, doing everything that we can to be able to just push forward and be successful at everything we're trying to do. And here we are, June of 2023. Can you believe it? I mean, we're coming up on summertime, and it's pretty awesome to be able to come up on summertime especially up here in the New England states where we uh, you know crave that sunshine after being locked down with snow and frigid temperatures and everything else so much so it's really really a a, uh, really really positive thing to be able to continue moving forward and, and and all those things and it excites me to be able to get outside go for walks breathe some fresh air and those kind of things but the thing that I really wanted to talk about on this podcast because as you all know it's been a little bit since my last one And I'm trying to become more consistent with podcasts. I've set up a few interviews coming up with some really, really amazing individuals. So be on the lookout for that. And I also want to support a lot of the patrons that are out there. People that actually donate each month to the show. You know, in return, they may get some tchotchkes or some merchandise or anything like that. But people that donate to the show religiously and keep on coming back and doing what they need to do. And it's amazing to me because these individuals, even on times when I go a month or two without a podcast, they still continue to support and they still continue to push forward. They even message me and say, hey, you know, I love the last podcast. I love re-listening to a lot of your podcasts. It's pretty amazing. I love your content, all those things. And it's just incredible to me because these individuals that I have no idea who they are, they have no idea really who I am Yet here I am on a microphone and they choose to be able to sit down and go, I'm going to listen to this guy talk about his journey, whether it's through uh, parenthood, whether it's through being a dad, whether it's through trying to lose weight or trying to you know, struggle with the fact of eating foods or doing the things or trying to be successful after I lost my job, all these different things. And these folks have followed me along in this journey. So for those that have been around since day one, I appreciate you and I thank you. For those newcomers that are just hopping in and trying to understand, who's this Liquid Shano guy? I I don't really understand. A little introduction for myself, I just want to put it out there. My name is Shane Lakita. I'm a dad of a soon-to-be 18-year-old graduating senior. I'm also a husband to a beautiful, amazing Canadian woman that we've been together for over 23 years. uh, And it's been an amazing journey in general. So those are my backgrounds of where I'm at. Uh, I got a master's in business, and I love podcasting, and I love sharing my journey with other individuals. So that way, those other individuals can either be inspired or you know, maybe even find out a way that they might be able to talk to their significant others, right? So a lot of, I have a lot of female listeners that listen to the podcast to be able to say, oh, wait a minute, men have feelings. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. There's actually truth to the fact that my my husband or my grandfather or my brother or whatever else is actually soft on the insides and they, and they, and they have feelings and they have do- those kind of things. And that rough exterior is not necessarily who they are, but rather, the persona that they choose to be. And this is amazing that I have an ability to be able to understand that a man has a lot more layers than what we give out to be, right? So with that being said, that's the meaning or why I'm actually coming to, the, to, to, to this podcast here today to talk about gratitude and thankfulness. You know, when I was growing up, It all started back, you know, it's going to sound like this old story, right? It all started back in way back in 1973 when I was born next to a volcano erupting in Italy where my mother went into labor for probably over 24 hours. And I was a big baby and everything else. But it all started from that day forward where you're a man, you're a young man coming into the world where people set expectations for men in the world. And they set those expectations of being, you can't be soft, right? You can't be sensitive. You can't be the person that always caves. You got to be tough. You got to be resilient. You have to be the man. You have to be non-emotional. You got to be stubborn. You've got to be strong for the individuals around you. You've got to do all these things across the board for you to be the man that you're meant to be. And it's trained right from the beginning when we're we're young men and babies and toddlers and whatever else. You know, if a toddler boy falls down and starts crying nine times out of 10, you'll hear, hey, you know what? It's okay. It's all good, man. You suck it up. We're We're all set. We're all good to go. But if a young female falls, a lot of times we're like, oh, you okay? Let me put this on. So it's just a different set of standards, right? And which I totally understand. But this is what it is. This is what men struggle with a lot because it starts off at such a young age where it says suck it up and toughen it up and do the things you have to do all the way until you're older and you actually have breakups or, or uh, divorces or those kind of things. You're a man. You stand up for yourself. Do what you have to do. You have to be strong. You have to do the things you have to do. And no matter what's going on around you, don't let anybody ever, ever, ever see that you have signs of weakness. Don't ever let anybody ever see that you are crying in those moments. And damn sure don't ever let anybody see that you are the least bit weak in a moment that you need to be strong, right? And this is what's trained to us for so long. And one of the things that I noticed the other day was a young man that was actually in the store that I work at. And we were sitting there chatting, and the guy walks in, kid walks in really, and he was very polite. And he said, please, thank you, have a nice day, it's very nice to meet you, and everything else. Super polite, super nice, right? But why did that stand out to me? <laughs> why did it stand out to me that this young man came in and he was super polite with uh, the girl that he was working with and we were we have a graphic designer up front and they were talking about designs of different labels and all kinds of different stuff. And he was just such a nice young man. And so it stood out to me. It stood out to me that uh, the polite the politeness of, of saying hello and please and thank you and yes, ma'am and no, sir, and all those things is a lost art, right? Because nowadays it's just pretty much... How angry can we get and how mad can we get at each other and everything else? And a lost art of chivalry and politeness and those kind of things is far gone from what it was before. So at the end of the day, I sat there and I said, man, you know what? That really stood out to me. This young man said please and thank you, was very thankful for everything that was there, and he seemed genuine and sincere. That's the other thing. So there's two things I'm going to talk about on this podcast. One of them is going to be, number one, being grateful and thankful for the things that we have in life and not always being disappointed by the fact that we don't have all these other things that we strive for or that we want in in life or the 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 needs versus the wants and all those things and we get so frustrated in the fact that we don't have enough and we don't have what we want in general and we're always fighting for more instead of actually parking somewhere and actually thanking whether it's people or whether it's ourselves or thanking the good lord above whatever you whatever you you know your beliefs are in general to be able to thank somebody and thank the people around you and the supporting cast that you have around you for being there to help you achieve the things that you have actually achieved. You know, it's so often that we're always striving to be better. Now, that's not a bad thing, but it, it can be a very defeating thing because all you ever do is strive for more, and all you ever do is strive for faster, and all you ever do is strive for losing more weight or gaining more money or or or, or moving up the corporate ladder or whatever it is, we're always striving for more things. And striving is a good thing, but when it overwhelms you and then you then become disappointed on everything that you have going on in your life, you forget to be able to stop in the moment and be grateful and thankful for the things that we actually do have. Because we're so focused and we're so hyper-vigilant on making sure that we need more. We have to be better. We got to go and achieve more. We have to set things up for the future and all those things instead of just living in the moment, in the here and the now, and understanding that the things that you have accomplished in life, you should be 100% thankful for, even if it doesn't seem like you've achieved a lot in life. But if you're living and you're breathing and you put two feet on the ground and you actually are able to move forward and be able to do the things that you have to do, be thankful for all those things. Be thankful for being able to breathe and put two feet on the ground. Be thankful for the fact that you have the ability to be able to make a positive impact on people no matter where you go. Be thankful that you can have a voice and have eyesight or those kind of things because some people are less fortunate and don't have those things, right? Or some people don't have time in their lives and they haven't really done a lot of the things that they want to do because they're so fixated and they're so depressed or so down and those kind of things that it really, really is important to just step back and just go, hey, you know what? I'm really thankful for the fact that I have simple things in life, like I have food on my table or I have electricity running through the lights or I have heat in my house on a cold day or I got wood for the fireplace on a day that's frigid outside, snowing and whatever else or I've got a family that loves me, or I've got people that root for me or, or are there for me, even though I may not feel that way at that moment in time. But in the grand scheme of things, I have supporters and I have people that lift me up and encourage me to do all the things that I want to do. Those are the things that I have to be thankful for. And we don't do it enough. I know I don't. I don't. I don't sit down and park in the space always until I get really reflective and I have to check myself. I literally have to work on flipping the script a little bit to think differently because at the end of the day, I'm sitting there looking at it going, why don't you celebrate in the fact that you are a good dad? You have an 18-year-old or soon-to-be 18-year-old that's going to be graduating high school. It's been an up-and-down journey. It's been all over the place with legal troubles and all kinds of other stuff going on, but you're still a dad that supports your son and you're doing everything you can to make sure that he has the tools that are necessary for him to move forward. Is it perfect? No. Do you want it to be perfect? A thousand percent yes. You want to be the best parent that you could be, and then you start to look at what the, the dynamic of what being a parent is. You might start to compare. You might start to look at other parents and those kind of things. And at the end of the day, you're doing the best that you can, and that is sometimes good enough. That is sometimes exactly the space that we need to be in, that I'm trying my hardest, I'm doing all that I can. There is no handbook for being a parent. There's no handbook for any of this. There's no handbook for life in general because every life is different. And here we are in a space navigating through this journey, already living in a society that's built around hate and animosity and fear and all these different things that are going on. And now you're also gonna be that way about yourself and not be thankful and not be grateful for the things that you have accomplished in life and just keep on living a defeated mentality and then society's gonna beat you down even more. And now we're in this cycle. And we're in this cycle where we all just get so wrapped up in all the negativity and all the things going on around us when in all actuality, you, it's easy to do, although we don't put in the work and effort to do it, to pull yourself out by understanding and celebrating in the way that you are and the human that you are right now. I know that cheesy old Saturday Live skit. You guys know what I'm talking about. Stuart Smalley. I think it's Al Franken who was a politician for a while. You know, he goes in the mirror and he looks at himself when he's on Stuart Smalley and he says to himself, hey, you know what? I'm good enough. I'm smart enough and doggone at people like me. And it sounds so cheesy, right? I think one of the episodes actually had like Michael Jordan looking in the mirror and he says the same things about himself. One of the greatest players that ever played the game is literally telling himself, I'm good enough and I'm smart enough and doggone at people like me. It sounds cheesy. It sounds dumb, but in all actuality, it's genius because we don't do it enough. And when you do do it and you start to actually list out some of the things that shows that I'm good enough and I'm smart enough, holy crap, man, you're a rock star and you don't even know it. You're a rock star and you literally are just feeling like you're at the bottom of the barrel when you've accomplished a lot in life, whether it's through the years you've lived whether it's through the experiences that you've had, whether it's the advice that you're given to people, whether it's the volunteering you've done in life, or whether it's the giving back to society, or whether it's the coaching of the little league kids that you've done, or whatever it is that you've done across the board that you don't give yourself enough credit for. You just do it because it's there to do, or you just do it because that's just what's expected of you, when rather take inventory of everything that you've done in your life so far and celebrate in that moment and be grateful and thankful that you've had the opportunity to do it. We often sit in this space where we are like I said before always striving for more and always wanting to accomplishing more that we don't necessarily sit back in the whole grateful phase and the thankful phase of understanding that we are great human beings. We're accomplished human beings. We've done a lot in our lives. And at the end of the day, we should celebrate in that. So when this young man comes in and he says, please and thank you, and my first thought was, wow, I don't hear that often from younger generation nowadays. Chivalry may be gone, but this young man was, one, taught right, and two, he then puts some of those thoughts into action. Now, there's a couple things to take into consideration here, right? One of the things that I said was, is he sounded genuine when he said thank you and he said, please, and he said, yes, ma'am, and no, sir. He sounded super genuine with everything. It was I mean, eye contact was there. He felt heartfelt that he was actually saying thank you for being there for him at that moment in time, and that inspired me. So for the rest of the day, I legitimately was heartfeltly saying thank you to everybody that I had come in contact with, the server at the restaurant, my wife, my son. I said thank you from a place from the heart, because if you don't nine times out of 10, people can read right through it. Right. If you have a disingenuous or a, or a fake kind of thank you that they just say it to check off the box, which, okay, that that's all right. I mean, it's still polite to say please and thank you. But when you say something genuinely from the heart and you thank somebody for being there for you at that moment in time, and you thank them for the work that they put in, the advice that they've given, all the things that they're doing, it matters. So not only should we be in a space where we're more appreciative of the things that we have and not always focus on just the things that we don't and not always complaining about things that we don't have, but at the end of the day, we should also give back to others the same exact way by stopping in the moment and thanking them for something even that might just seem menial. For that delivery driver that might, you might order something off of Uber Eats and they deliver it over to your house and they show up and they've got a smile on their face and they're just like, hey, how you doing? They're not expecting any tips. They're not expecting anything. They're dropping off their food. They know it's going to make you and the family happy. You got all the things going for you. But for you to stop in the moment and stop all the madness and the craziness and whatever else instead of the no contact and whatever else for you to say, hey, I just wanted to say thank you because this matters to me. My family needed food, and now you're helping me to feed my family. So I appreciate you, and I thank you, and you're doing a great job. These are basic compliments, but when you stop in the moment and you pay them forward for other individuals to hear, think about what kind of impact that they may have on them. You know, maybe they've done 15 different deliveries and 14 of those deliveries have been a-holes and people that have just been rude or inconsiderate or just drop it off at the thing and whatever else, or this is cold and why is this, whatever, all those things. They've had 14 other individuals that have been just rude and run them up and down through the gambit, right? And really come after them. But you're the one that basically is the one that they came across that said, you know what, you're doing an amazing job and thank you so much for doing that. How hard is it for us to do that? How hard is it for us to park in the space of being thankful and being grateful for the things that we have and the things that we're doing and then the things that we receive? Yeah, I might have paid for it. Yes, it costs money. Yes, uh, it is a service industry. And I understand some people take advantage of that and take it for granted and whatever else. They just think it's an app and whatever else. And these aren't really human beings. They just drop off my food and I'm out. I get all that. But at the end of the day, humans need humans, people need people. We need to be in the space of maybe giving some compliments out or instead of always breaking other individuals down, look at all the things that we see on the landscape. Now, I don't wanna get political about all this stuff, but look at all the things that we see on the landscape. We see all these people that are judging other individuals for their way of life, the way that they walk their walk, the things that they do. We're judging everybody. Everybody's being judged. Everybody's like, you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't tell my kids this and you shouldn't do this and whatever else. And we've got all these people that are out there that are mean and vicious about everything that's over there, even though the whole overall feeling of why we wanna be able to incorporate That is to keep everything wholesome and clean. But at the end of the day, you're being mean and rude doing it. So at the end of the day, we're all judging each other, all these different factions of society up and down, whether you walk in and you've got a bathing suit on, you're showing too much skin, whether you're dressed up in, in a dress and you're a boy, you're, you're, you're supposed to be a boy or all these different things that are going on left and right. Like I said, I'm not getting political because I, I, my views are my views. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to express them on you. I'm not going to try to press them on you like a lot of other people do. Here's the thing. Who cares? As a matter of fact, they're human beings just like you are. And maybe they're trying to identify and try to find and trying to be able to do the things they have to do. Instead of judging people, instead of looking them up and down and coming after them with blades flying and everything else going on, how about we show some love? And how about we show some compassion? And how about we show some courtesy and thankfulness and gratefulness for being on this earth to make a positive impact and keeping things moving forward? How about we stop judging other people in general? It doesn't just come to the political landscape. This comes from everything. I saw when my kid was going through school. These kids judge each other left and right so bad and they're so mean and they're so after each other. The keyboard warriors and people bullying, cyber bullying and all this different stuff that's going on. At the end of the day, what happened to chivalry? What happened to being polite? What happened to being nice to each other? What happened to loving on each other? No, because we are in this space that we've created that legitimately comes after people left and right. So instead of changing the, like doing the decent thing and sitting back and going, Hey, I want to be polite. I want to be nice. I want to thank this person. I want to tell them how much they mean to me. I want to be able to engage with them and show them that kindness does matter. Instead, it's easier to go down the other road because that's what everybody else is doing. And we need to stop that because what happens is it bleeds over to us as well. So if you're busy judging every single other person out there in the world and you're coming at them for their political views, their religious views, their whatever else that goes on, all this vitriol and anger and all this stuff that's going on all around you, when at the end of the day, you look at yourself, you're probably talking to yourself the same exact way you're talking to all these other people and you're legitimately probably beating yourself down for everything you're doing or whatever else, or you're not really proud of yourself or, or like I always talk about how we are our own worst critics. But at the end of the day, if you're already doing it to everybody else, you know you is bleeding right over to yourself unless you're an egomaniac or a narcissist and you just want everybody else to be feeling bad about themselves and you think you're the man or the woman, right? But at the end of the day, if you start to be able to start to be kind to people, You start to lift people up and you start to love on people no matter what their views are, no matter how they feel about things, or no matter what it is. If you start to do that, don't you think that positivity will start to bleed over on yourself as well? And then maybe you can actually be more grateful and be in a better place in your life to be able to think to yourself, you know what, I'm really thankful for the things that I have. Maybe your actions will then start to bleed over to who you are as a person. Wouldn't that be a concept? Instead of always wondering... If whatever I'm going to say is going to piss someone off or whatever my view is, is going to tick someone off and they're going to judge me or view me in a certain way, whatever it is, how about we just be kind and love on each other? How about you just show your gratitude and kindness and thankfulness for whatever it is that they've done? Maybe that mechanic that's having a really grumpy day for you to kill him with kindness to be able to say, and he's grumpy and he's snipping. And I'm only speaking from experience right now, but you know, he's grumpy. He's snipping all over the place. He's like, whatever, blah, blah. Can't find the parts or et cetera, et cetera. And you kill him with kindness to say, Hey man, I get it, man. I do. You know, I, I, I totally understand. I, I've got a job also that I have to deal with a lot of customers and a lot of stuff going on. So I just wanted to thank you so much for, for, for digging in and continuing to try. And you never know what that's going to do for that individual that's grumpy, that's pissed off, that's angry, all those things. You never know. It may not do anything, but you never know if that individual then goes, wow, you don't know act like a jerk. And this person still took time to thank me and took the time to be able to sit down with me to say, hey, you're doing a great job. Thank you so much for the effort and the try and you being able to put your foot forward. I understand in retail or in service industries and all those things how difficult it can be because of the amount of jerks that are out there. I fully understand. I've I've, I've been a server. I've been a bartender. I've been in the service industry. I've worked retail. I've been in sales. I get all that. You never know what kind of impact that you can have on somebody just for going, hey, I appreciate you. And I think you're doing an amazing job. And I think you're outstanding. And I think you can do whatever you want to do in life. Even if you are stuck in a job that maybe you don't want to do. But it doesn't matter because my words are going to look at you and say, I love you. And you're awesome. We don't hear that often. As a matter of fact, that word love, a lot of times, people are afraid to use it. They're afraid to use it because it has so many layers of things in there, and then they're going to get judged for saying that they love somebody. I try, if you ever look at my social media or any of my lives or whatever else, I try to tell everybody I love them. Hey, I love you like a brother. Hey, I love you like a sister. Hey, you know what? I got nothing but love for the situation that's going on there because sometimes I'm only on this earth for a short amount of time. I feel like I need to make impacts by telling all these people that I love them because at the end of the day, we don't hear it enough. We just don't. We're not living in a very kind place. So the only way that we change it to a better place is with our own actions and stop worrying about what other people are doing and worry about what we are doing, what I'm doing, what my actions show, what kind of example am I setting? What am I doing to be able to change the narrative from this hate and vitriol kind of place? And then step away from conspiracies and politi- politics and all this other stuff and just get back to the basic fundamentals of humans loving humans. You know, we, we always talk about in a lot of my lives and a lot of the things that we do on the other social media platforms as well. I always talk about how people need people. We do. You may not want to be around people, maybe you're uh, an uh, introvert. You don't want to be around people. You don't want to go around. You're like, yeah, I don't want to be around people right now. I don't want to be seen. And I get that because I'm I'm a ai I'm an extroverted introvert, as I've talked about many times in the past. And I totally understand that. But at the end of the day, people need people. Whether it's a love, whether whether it's a, a kiss and a hug, whether it's a high five, whether it's a compliment, whether it's a a lifting up into your time of need you might be feeling down. Maybe, maybe you lost somebody or whatever else. And you need people around you to be able to say, I got you, I got you. And they don't have to be right there to say, I'm going to fix it, but just, I got your back, whatever you need, I'm going to, I'm going to help you and just know that I'm always going to be here for you to maybe use my ear to be able to just bend it and, and, and vent and release and those kind of things. And if you can't find people like that you might find in your social network or, or wherever you're at, whether it's through socials or whether it's through regular in-person, You know, even therapists or psychologists or whatever, they also understand, they know, and they can just be a third party that just listens. People need people. I need to go to my therapist sometimes just to vent and peel the paint off the walls, and my therapist just sometimes nods his head and goes, yep, I get it. And when I leave my session, oh, he gets it. He understands he's not involved in the situation. So I just needed a vent to get it off my chest. And there, there it is. I, I got it out there for another person, another individual to just say, I'm here. I'm here for you. And I am thankful and grateful for those types of things. Because now I have the reflection point of understanding that therapy is necessary for me. It's a third party. It's not my wife. It's not my son. It's not anybody. It's a person that doesn't even know pretty much anything to do with my personal life except for what I tell them, and they legitimately are there to just listen and every once in a while drop a little bit of advice because people need people. So the purpose of this whole entire podcast is if you're grateful for something and you're thankful for something, say it. If you appreciate someone and you know that you have somebody in your corner that always is there to be able to give you a kind word or lift you up or encourage you, tell them. If you're thankful for the fact that you can put two feet on the ground, you can walk forward, you can do the things that maybe you couldn't do, maybe a little as much as what you were doing when you were younger, maybe you're a little older now and you're kind of you know falling off the radar on certain things and your body won't let you do certain things, but how about we just park in the space of what we can do? I can get out of bed. I can put my two feet on the ground. I can make a positive impact. I can call somebody and tell them I love them. I can lift a family member up. I can do something that matters in the world, even if it seems so small at that moment in time. You can do it. So be grateful for the fact that you can. Be thankful for the fact that you have the ability to do so because this is where we're at. Instead of always going, man, life stinks. Man, I can't do what I did when I was in my 20s. Man, I'm overweight. Man, I've got all this other stuff going on. Man, life stinks. Why do why do good thing, bad things happen to good people? And all these different questions that we have and all the things, instead of parking in the space of, okay, I know that those things stink. And Listen, you guys all know I call myself a positive realist because I know life sucks sometimes, and I get it. And I'm not saying it just to be this Pollyanna unicorn sticking out of the side of my ass kind of thing. I'm not talking about any of that stuff. What I'm saying is... Is that we are in this together and humans need humans and people need people. So let's love on each other a little bit more to be able to help people get through the things that they have to get through and do the things that they have to do and maybe achieve some of the goals that they want to achieve instead of berating somebody and telling somebody, well, you've lost weight, or like I've heard this many times in the weight loss community. So if anybody knows or I've heard this, I'm sure you can relate to this. You got a family member, you got a friend, you got whoever else that has been down the road, they've always been overweight and they've tried to battle through and they lost some weight here and then they gain it back and then they lost some weight and then they gained double back and they lost some weight and then whatever else. So the next time that they go on whatever diet that they're on or, or healthy eating or whatever else that they're trying to do, nine times out of 10, you'll hear somebody in that whole entire world of people, mostly family members a lot of times, is, oh, we've seen this before. You know, If you could stick to it, then great. The doubt and the negativity because they failed in the past, instead of looking at them going, hey, I know you've tried it before, but here's the thing, I'm in your corner. I'm here to root for you. I'm here to lift you up. Let's go. Let's do it together. I could be an accountability partner. Whatever you, whatever it is that you got to do to change the narrative of being a negative person or something, somebody that judges other people because of their past history, let's go ahead and start focusing on what we can do right in the here and now. And moving forward, I'll be there for you as a friend, as a family member, as a partner, or whatever it is. Let's step away from being in this space of, no, I don't think you can. I am I doubt you that you're going to be able to stick with it. Or like if somebody wants a promotion at work. And the first answer that you might get around the people that are, you're talking to about it to say, hey, I want, I'd love to be able to work towards a promotion is, uh, you know, it's a log jam, man. Everybody's going for that position. Everybody's good enough. You know, like I, I don't really know. You're probably not going to be able to get it. And I know we're probably like doing that from a good place to be able to say, hey, if you get let down, I don't want you to be too upset about it, right? I get all that. But at the end of the day, why don't you just park in the space of do your best, put yourself out there, and if you don't get it, learn from it, and let's move forward. Be a positive influence rather than somebody that just parks in that negative, gray, gross, drab place of negativity and pessimism. Change the narrative, If you're always feeling bad about yourself, and I understand there are some clinical depressions and anxieties and all those things that are out there, but at the end of the day, you have to practice. You have to work at it. It's not easy. It's not easy because like I said, the easy route is to go down the negative road. The easy route is to not be so thankful and not be so grateful and not be positive and show people love. The easy path is judge others and tell you could say, look at somebody else that may have a differing view of you or whatever else or a differing political view or, or worldview or whatever else. And you look at them and say, you're a piece of S because I don't agree with your views. And the next thing you know, it's all negativity and it's a pissing contest left and right. Let's break the norm. Let's break it. Let, let's challenge it. Let's step away from going down the easy path of being a negative individual and let's start to maybe pave our own road of being somebody that actually lifts people up and encourages. You can find them. They're out there. They're hard to find. But once you find other individuals that are in the same space as you, it feels like magic because they don't judge you. They look at you and say, "Wow, you're just like me. You want to be a positive influence. You want to do the things you have to do. You want to encourage other people. There's not always an ulterior motive. You're always trying to be able to push forward. I love that." And when you find it, it's it feels amazing in every way whatsoever. So, that's what this podcast is all about. Gratitude, being grateful and thanking other individuals, putting it to action, not just a quick, "Hey, thanks." It's more of a grab them in that moment, take two seconds out of your day, make eye contact and look at them and say, I just wanted to tell you, I really appreciate you. I thank you for the work that you've done. I thank you for the amount of time and patience that it does to be a nurse or whatever else. Thank somebody in a, in a, in a heartfelt way rather than just a transactional way. Okay? So let's change this narrative together. So all these next couple of weeks here, Make sure when you thank people, you take the time to really engage with them and point out the things that you're actually thanking them for. Don't just thank them to be transactional, right? And let's just focus on the positives of things. Let's look at our fellow man and fellow woman and stop judging them for who they are and what their views are, but rather let's embrace diversity and inclusion and love and those kind of things. Let's embrace being together hand in hand as human beings and the human race, trying to be the best version that we can be. Let's focus on that. And maybe, just maybe, just maybe we can change the world together for the positive. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk soon.